you know, it was it was something I've just been working for ever since I started, you know, long staffing was, you know, getting to the next level. It started in high school, just getting to college, and in college realizing that I could play and be good enough to, you know, play in the NFL. Um, and then having the opportunity to come compete in 2017 uh, against John uh, was was everything to me. You know, I, I'd kind of put that to the side and said, okay, if I want this job, I need to go out there and do my 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 snapping, you know, my way every single time. You know, I'm not trying to impress anyone besides, you know, myself. You know, I want to go out there and prove everyone wrong uh, and that I can stay in this league, you know, because I had just been jumping around from team to team. I didn't want to be just another one of those training camp guys. I wanted my own position in, in the NFL. Even these past three years or, or these past two years, I guess, does it feel better having the stability knowing that there's a long-term contract that's supposed to be on the Right, absolutely. I, you know, I've been, it's been my dream to, you know, stay here and settle it down in Philly, you know, buy a home, you know, move in and uh, really, you know, set some, you know, solid ground here. That's been everything that I've wanted since I got here. So have you done that yet? Have you bought I'm looking home? at houses right okay, now. You know, I already been put in an offer on a house yesterday. Yeah. So okay. it was... It was and paper and then an offer yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, everything's moving pretty quickly, but uh, it's it's... It's, everything's fast and every you know life moves fast and it's great though it's been exactly what I wanted. So long snapping, I imagine, is one of those crafts you have to work on year round, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not just something you do September to absolutely uh, December or whatever. Um, how right. often? How much time do you put into to doing this? You know, it's it's a weekly job. It's it's muscle memory. It's all muscle memory. That is exactly what long snapping is: is building that muscle memory, knowing that the ball is going to end up in the same same place every single time. Like minimizing that room for error every single snap is, you know, your goal. You know, you have one bad snap, you know, a little low, a little high, you're trying to adjust it, you know, every single time. Even if it's a good snap, okay, you can try to repeat it every single time. Um, and that's and that's what long snapping is, whereas, you know, learning different techniques is not so much my, my thing like other positions are, but learning one technique and repeating it over and over again until it's perfect, you know. This is the first year you guys have had the same operation throughout the season. Mm -hmm. Obviously, kicker two years ago, punter last year. Right. What's the value in that and that continuity? It's it's everything to me. You know, having two guys that uh, believe in me and I believe in them. You know, we all trust each other. We get along so well on the field and off the field. Uh, I mean, the chemistry there just shows exactly how well we've done as a group the last two years. You know, it's it's been great that we've stuck together and uh, we hope to continue to stick together for a long period of time here. So you you have that sandwich making passion in your background. Yeah. Is that something that you know now that you have a little extra money laying around? You might invest in getting you, back in <laughs> maybe a little restaurant business coming up in the, in the near future. Yeah. But no, that's that's a that's long shot down the road. Yeah. Um, I do love m making food though, so we'll I'll keep that on the back burner for sure. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I might have to write a book myself too. But uh, have to learn magic. I need to yeah exactly. I need to read John's book because I heard it was great yeah. too. So that's awesome. I mean, anytime you go from, you know, left to right shot, uh, it's a lot harder than what people think. Uh, not only are you flipping all the plays, you know, to uh, do the completely opposite, but the muscle memory, your stance, and everything's uh, completely different. Now, I have nothing but faith in Andre Dillard. Um, you know, everything he's done, you know, busting his ass out there, um, you know, all the reps, um, all the, you know, extra, extra times I've seen him, you know, after practice and stuff. Uh, 
You know, yeah, it's different. Obviously, you don't. You know, I said it after the game. You don't replace Wayne Johnson. Um, you know, he's a one of a kind talent, one of a kind player. But at the same time, um, Diller has more than enough. You know, talent. He's more than enough than you know capable. You know, to handle his own out there. What do you guys see out of the uh, Seattle defense right now? I thought it was just one question. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, you know, obviously they, they play well. They've, I mean, they played well a long time. Obviously, it's some different guys there now than before, but. You know, obviously Clowney. Um, I played him with him down in Houston and played against him and against Houston last year. Uh, I mean, you know, I put him right up there with you know the Khalil Max, the, the Aaron Donalds, you know, the, the game destroyer type type guys. Um, big challenge for us, you know. Obviously, up front, Ansa too is out there. Um, Bobby Wagner, KJ Wright. I mean, all those guys uh, play at a high level. Been doing it for a while. So uh, yeah, we have a work cut out for it for us, but you know we look forward to the challenge. Big picture looking. How great is it what the team's doing for those young players that uh, what happened last week? They're doing all this uh, special stuff for them. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's it's an unfortunate you know situation. I, I kind of just heard about it, so I really don't know about it. But I, I heard about the tragedy itself, so um, a fortunate tragedy. Um, hearts out to the to the families, uh, but you know great team, great guys. You know going over there, uh, you know making an impact. Big picture looking at where you guys are at this season, potentially a turning point sitting at 5-5. Five and five. Are there any similarities you can take from 2017, that Super Bowl season, when you guys went through all the injuries and were able to make that push for the playoffs? Um, but I, I really hate comparing, you know, to 2017. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to a certain degree, we've, we've been in this spot, I think, last year at this time. You know, we were 4-6. and six. Um, You know, we're a resilient team. You know, we know some of the mistakes and things that – you know, we made last game that, you know, cost us the game. Um, you know, we'll give them corrected moving forward. But like I say, we, we've been here before. We're a resilient group. We'll, we'll be fine. As far as um, him throwing the ball, he also uh, caused a threat by, you know, if you have great coverage, you know, being able to take off on, you know, those third and shorts and, you know, convert into a first down. Jim, what do you see some out of their uh, receivers, specifically a guy like D DK Metcalf? Yeah, I mean, big guy, big target. Um, he can run as well, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm, I mean, anytime you have a quarterback who's a, a dual threat guy and a mobile guy like, you know, Rusty is, uh, I mean, just throwing 50-50 balls, you know, he's he's very comfortable doing that with him. So I know they played against him a couple years ago. I mean, is there any takeaways you can get take from having played him before? Yeah, I mean, we got to contain him. You know what I'm saying? Their offense starts with, with number three and it ends with number three. So if we take care of him, um, we'll be in good shape. I know there's no moral victories in football, but yeah. going back to the Patriots game, I mean, this was the best defense we've seen from you guys so far. How much yeah. of that has to do with maybe finally clicking for you guys, but also the health and all the, especially the defensive backs getting on the field? Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, Coach Peterson, he always says, you know, we're, we're at our best when we have our 11 best out there. You know what I'm saying? So um, that is that is a big thing with it, uh, for sure. But, uh, I mean, as far as our, our best performance, uh, I mean, with a team like that uh, and, and the way that they're playing and also their defense, we have caused a turnover. Um, we came up short with that, and uh, we came second on Sunday. So. All the way you're playing, um, I think I'm playing really good right now. Uh, I mean, just just coming off the injury, I had a lot of time to myself, uh, a lot of time with the coaches and a lot of players. You know, just get a different perspective on the game, and I'm just taking that out there each and every Sunday. They give you assignments during the week when you were injured. How much did studying guys one-on-one -on -one film uh, help you? 
It helped a lot, you know what I'm saying? Because now I'm not only just studying a certain guy, um, studying different type of offense. You know, West Coast offense, you know, power offense, whatever type of offense that we may have had when, while I was injured, I was just studying that. Also, was studying guys, so it definitely helped my film study. Obviously, in, in your career, I'm sure you've seen it go the other way with players. They get hurt, that's kind of the, the best they've ever played before the injury, and they've yeah. done that reaction. Why are you different? What? What kind of makes you different than that? That was never my mindset. Once I got injured, my mind, my whole mindset was, for one, I feel like I had let the team down. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I let the coaches down. I feel like I let my family down. I'm not being out there, not being the competitor that I was. Um, so I think my whole mindset was once I get back out there, I'm going to I'm gonna show everybody that I can be that same player, if not better. Going to Zach's point about maybe why you're, you're playing at a higher level now, how much of it is that mental health of not just having that mindset but also taking the time to study and you know physically you're better but where do you feel like you're at mentally uh mentally uh, it's, it's probably day and night from last year um just like i said having that time off um and, and just being able to learn you know how, how offenses are attacking not only our defense but are trying to attack me as well um so that definitely helped Jalen, I don't know if you know what the team's doing for those young players that were involved in that incident last Friday. They've offered the link to let them play the game and let help. How great is that this organization stepped up for these kids and give them a great experience? Yeah, I mean, that's that's what we're all about. We're not just all about, you know, the guys in this locker room or the coaches upstairs. I mean, we, we represent the whole city of uh, Philadelphia. Sitting at 5-5 five and five right now, you guys are kind of at a turning point in your season. You guys have been here before last year, even going back to 2017, you guys were there before. What is it about this team that makes you guys so resilient, and why are you bought into that you guys can make that playoff push? Um, adversity is what made this team. It's what made the players on this team. It's what made the coaches upstairs. I mean, so as far as that goes, um, you don't see anybody, you know, um, discounting anybody else in this locker room or upstairs. So adversity, we, we, we fought through it before, so we can do it again. We'll take one or two more for Jalen. Jalen, what's the, what's the challenge? when you play a mobile quarterback like Russell Wilson as a defensive back, yeah. can turn a, you know, a roll out or something into a run. What's the challenge for it? Um, really, it's, it's all about trusting uh, the guys up front. As far as the secondary, them trusting us, um, just covering our guys on the back end and, and them making sure that they contain them. I mean, we know he's going to get out of pocket. I mean, he's one of the best at doing it. Um, he's been doing it. So as far as that goes, just trying to cover down those guys down the field and, and hopefully D-line gets to them before he can get out. Um, I think just the mental aspect of it. Um, when I can kind of predict what the offense is going to do, um, you can just play a lot faster. Everything is just clicking faster. You South Carolina guys uh, hang out together. Uh, Clowney's from Rock Hill. Do you, did you ever come across him? You ever know him? Ever meet him? I, I haven't. My high school, I think, played against him when uh, he was there. Uh, obviously, I have a bunch of friends that played against him, uh, ran, ran track against him. You know, he's he's like six seven on the track on the track uh, turf. So, With spikes yeah. <laughs> so they said they said that was like one of the most impressive things they've seen. But yeah, I mean, you know, growing up in South Carolina, you know, Clowney was obviously one of the guys that I watched, just like Alshon. You mentioned the big catch you had late in the game. What is it like when you know Carson is buying time in the, in the pocket and, you know, the play's never dead, that you always got to keep yourself alive? Yeah, I mean, you know, all these plays we draw up, they almost never go the way that they're supposed to. Um, and that's, you know, that's what makes us pros. It's, you know, do you react the right way? Do you just give up and say, oh, the play's dead? Or, you know, do you turn around and try to make a play? And, you know, I made myself available as soon as I saw the play, or he, he was scrambling, and you know, I was like, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta, you know, help him out and give him a, you know, give him an open target." And um, I'm glad he found me. 
you know, there's a lot of noise out there uh, about the receivers as a group, you know, trying to do more. Do you guys as a group talk at all about uh, trying to do more for your quarterback? Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we know what we got in our room. Um, stats, you know, fans, whatever, it doesn't matter. You know, we, we know what we got in our room. We, got, we know we got special guys in that room. Um, and, yeah, I mean, obviously there's some plays out there that, that we need to make. Um, but, you know, at the same time, we know we, we got the potential and the talent to make them. So now it's just going out there and doing it. Uh, we understand as football players the type of um, relief that it gives, not only to the players, but those who are able to watch it, just to have a, a moment to just kind of forget about everything else and just uh, come together around the game. To be able to do it in the link and then to be able to ha you know, have um, – current players that, that these guys look up to come and just say hello, spend a little bit of time. Um, you know, costs really us nothing, but it means a lot to them, hopefully. So um, doesn't change the circumstances, but uh, hopefully it helps. You spend a lot of time with Campbell in the past years. Yeah. And then obviously as a Jersey guy, you went to public high school. Does, does this resonate with you? Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's not the first time I've heard of a situation like that. Um, I do do a lot of work in Camden and in, in that community, so it, it's, um, it hit, hits close to home. Um, but I think it, it kind of validates the, the reason why there's so much work to be done um, in our communities. Um, you know, even in, in Philadelphia, we talk about just the amount of shootings and, and um, that, that are happening and the lives that are being lost and just the damage that's being done. You know, we have to, we have to stop that and, and address that um, because it's, you know, it's out of control. Turning to the game this week, uh, Russell Wilson. What, what, I mean, how elusive is he yeah. as a quarterback? I mean, he's. He, I mean, his whole career, obviously, he's been been one of the more elusive quarterbacks. And I think what he's doing this year, um, you know, between him and Lamar Jackson, are, you know, the, in my book, the leaders in the MVP race. Um, but I think they've they've fine tuned the offense to to really work with his scrambling ability. I think he's in sync more than ever with his receivers as far as the scramble drill, them getting open and working open late in the down. Um, he can still get rid of the ball on time, and then he's got a run game to complement it. So I think um, they have just have really fine-tuned um, uh, an offense that, that works to all of his skill sets. Is it just so, a lot of long-developing plays which allow him to kind of improvise? Well, not all the time. You know, sometimes they're just uh, really good scheme routes. Their, their receivers know how to work, uh, get open. Sometimes you'll see them do some bootlegs, and then just when you get ready for a bootleg, it's a stop. He's throwing it back to somebody who snuck out on the back, and then, they're, like I said, they're running the ball. It's a zone read. So you've got to account for so many different things um, that it comes down to, you know, one-on-one -on -one guys. And, and when he can extend a play, it's hard to cover anybody in this league for – the amount of time that he gets to run around. How much attention does DK Metcalf require because he runs so many deep routes? I mean, all of them, between him, Lockett, you know, that's that's what they do. Uh, they, they tested the deep part of the field, a lot of vertical routes, um, and it makes it harder, like I said, if the play gets extended. Um, and he's a strong runner after the catch. Obviously, he's a big body guy uh, that we got to get on the ground. With Josh Gordon getting, you know, a game under his belt, yeah, yeah. How much more dangerous does that make an offense when you've got those three receivers especially? I mean, yeah, it doesn't make it any easier, put it that way. Um, you know, he's a guy that can make plays. You saw him, you know, with the Patriots making plays. And now being more comfortable in that offense, I think you'll see that more as well. Uh, so you're looking at Metcalf, you know, in uh, Lockett as well out there. It's a solid, solid group. Also, there's the... so many people talking right now. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's the, the point. We have a really, you know, it's an important time right now in our city um, with, you know, all of the violent crimes and, and shootings. Um, we we want to address that as a community, and we look at um, the opportunity now to have a new police commissioner. Um, there's been a lot of talk from the community about what they want to see in that position. And we look at how we've been going about policing right now. Um, the focus is in the wrong area. There's, you know, tons of interactions with black and brown communities, um, you know, stops and frisks and all these different things. Without finding anything, the numbers are, are low, and yet the violent crimes, the shootings um, aren't being solved. And it's an alarming low rate um, when you look at how many arrests um, come from shootings or murders. So we want that to be the focus and not the the surgeries and things like that we want our police to be able to solve those crimes to, to clean up those streets make our community safer and so we got to go about the way that we police different